0: You're listening to a BGE podcast. Friends and family gather round and fire up the barbecue. Let the smoke waft and float, that's what we're gonna do. You can't deny there's nothing like friends and family and food. Don't sit still, pull out your grill, we're gonna have a barbecue. Technology in cooking. Not really my favorite subject, but we're going to dive into it a little bit today. We're going to talk about some new adventures and hobbies that I'm jumping into. Stay tuned. Because if you're looking, you ain't cooking, fire up the barbecue, fire up the barbecue. Welcome back to the Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Pelts. I am the most interesting griller in the world, folks. Thanks for everyone who has been reaching out, and making sure everything is good, and checking on me. I really do appreciate that. You know, I had a couple of weeks off, and when I jumped back into it, I got I got to tell you, the first couple of episodes that were recorded, were just uh, my voice was like it just kept giving out. Hopefully, we'll get through. A little bit better today. Uh, of course, as many of you may or may not know, I'm not sure, but you know, public speaking. Um, I'm a, a gospel preacher, and so I do a lot of speaking. And plus, with the live streams I do for the church and the podcast for Blind Girl and Experience, and and preaching and teaching classes and every everything, I, you know, I'm using my voice a lot. And well, uh, I really felt it. Uh, but it seems like this weekend, it, it, things really uh, I, it got a little better. Things things got well. And uh, I'm kind of feeling back to my old self, I guess. At least I'm feeling old. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> I tell you what, the, the weather has turned, and it turned quick. You know, I was expecting some of the, the cold to be coming this week. But I thought I had another day or two, but no, no. Yesterday, it was cold. It was rainy. We got sleet. I know some folks up in Colorado got snow over the weekend. The Broncos whooped up on the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, my goodness. Ah, uh, that was not expected. And just so you guys know, uh, you know, yes, I am a Chiefs fan, My wife is a Broncos fan and has been since just, I mean, at the very beginning of the Elway days. I mean, she, it's just, (laughs) oh, so she was pretty happy. She was extremely happy, in fact, and uh, wouldn't let me and a few others live it down, but (laughs) yeah. It is what it is. Ah, That's why they play the game. But it was cold. It was cold when they were playing it. It is cold here in Missouri. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, yeah, we're going to get down into the 20s. We're going to have a good hard freeze. We're getting ready and prepared for that. And they keep lowering it and lowering it to where there's going to be parts uh, here that we're going to get down in the teens uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Ah, I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. And I know I've talked about clearing off snow to grill and and, you know, smoke foods and stuff. When we lived out in Colorado, we lived in Parker, Colorado for several years. And yeah, I was used to going out clearing off snow and firing up the grill. The older I get, the, the less I want to do that, Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, this cold, I I am, uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know that uh, I'll be grilling as much this year as, as I have in years past. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I may be grilling. I may not be smoking as much, low and slow stuff, because I don't want to get up that early in the morning and when it's that cold right now. Uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Technology is one of those things as well. Uh, again, uh, I've had a few emails and, and folks asking if there's been any updates on the meter block, and there hasn't been. As far as I know, the meter block at this point is still inaccessible. It does not work for anyone who is uh, visually impaired without sighted assistance. Uh, the meter plus, however, is mine is working great. I love it. The update, every everything is just... Trucking along smooth on that. And of course, there's always the flame boss, which is working great as well. And so, uh, so we're good there, uh, you know, as far as that technology is concerned. Uh, but I- I've been thinking about this for a little while because we, I know we rely on technology a lot. And especially when it comes to not having any usable vision at all, when it comes to, Phones, mobile devices, computers, you know, all the the technology that goes into that. And what really got me thinking about this is because, as always, anytime there's an update, you know, things change a little bit. And, you know, the the iPhone, I've got an iPhone 14 Pro. And when they upgraded the software to the 17.0, My phone was like a new phone. The software, the iOS was just amazing, blow away iOS sixteen. I've been frustrated for so long with this iPhone over this past year, and and I think it's just really been the iOS sixteen that I was frustrated with more than anything else. But now with the seventeen, I'm things are just great. It's it's just the phone is just such a better device with that with that software. And, uh, you know, I also upgraded my, uh, my MacBook Pro. I've got an old 2019, (laughs) you know, when it comes to computers, I know that's old, right? It's an Intel i9 2.3, you know, it's a bunch of specs I could spit out, I guess, that I don't really know much about, but I know that, I mean, I loaded it up with Ram, had 64 gigabytes of Ram. So it, it was maxed out on the Ram. And while things were, were going okay, I've had a few issues with the computer, really with the software more than anything else. When I upgraded the, the software, they, the, the, the lag when it came to voiceover was terrible, absolutely terrible. And, and to the point where I was so frustrated, I just wouldn't use it. I, I st- and I use that every day up until that software update. And I stopped using it. I would use my phone, or I would come into my office and use my Mac Mini, and and that was it. Well, then they came out with another update this past week, and I went ahead and upgraded the the MacBook Pro Intel processor. And it's like one of those, like, wow. I mean, voiceover is snappy. Everything is working great, and it's It's just one of those things where, you know, you just want things to work and you want people to stop messing with stuff. (laughs) But with technology and all the updates and and everything, everything gets messed with. And with my my full-time work as an evangelist, you know, Bible software programs, you know, those types of things i'm I really hesitate to update them because I'm afraid if I do, I won't be able to use them. They won't be accessible until another update rolls around and and so that that's been a struggle you know for me lately thankfully <clears throat> um. And and listen, no, no one's immune to this, I know, you know, because there's been software updates where it has nothing to do with blind visually impaired and accessibility, where a software update is rolled out on an app or something and and there's bugs and it's quirky for everybody. Right. I mean it's it's not like it's just the blind visually impaired community. And it, it, you know, so Flame Boss, I gotta give him props you know, while they've had a few little things here and there for the most part, um, even when something has been weird, when it comes to, when it comes to the accessibility options, they've been right on it and fixed it, uh, you know, with, w- you know, a couple days, maybe. I mean, it's just, you know, they're really on top of things. I really appreciate that, uh, from them. And why I highly recommend them, why I still use them and, and, and still love it. And, uh, you know, that, and technology is great, but one of the things that I want to say when it comes to cooking, because after all, this is blind grilling, right, um, and that is there are a lot of tips, t- tr- tricks, and techniques that are extremely helpful and beneficial that have nothing to do with technology. And and being proficient when it comes to cooking, when it comes to um, you know sometimes having timing down, using other aids that you know don't rely upon power or um, you know connectivity or a phone app, or anything like that, is extremely helpful. Because listen, blind and visually impaired folks have been cooking long before. Computers came out. I mean, you know, it's not like we we starved to death or anything, or you know, we always had someone cook for us. No, we we've been eating, we've been cooking, grilling, doing all these things with before anyone else came along and created the the computer and all that. So, you know, I, I really hope that every once in a while you'll you'll unplug, and and cook something on a stovetop, on a grill, over an open fire, and. And just, you know, just just enjoy being unplugged and away from the technology. I, I think you'll pay attention more to what's happening around you. You'll rely more upon your your own senses, and I think you'll find that even when you go back to some of the technology, you will. Uh, while you'll understand how nice it is to have, maybe you'll still rely on some of those senses uh, and and use them and and sometimes something happens in the middle of a cook technology goes down and then what are you gonna do you know yeah I mean, you gotta finish the cook right and it, and it's possible you're able to do that so so that's kind of my rant on technology I guess for now for a little bit, but speaking about <laughs> About technology. Oh, man. There have been some questions that came in various groups that I've seen in in times past asking about accessible 3D printers and if there were any 3D printers that were accessible or, or anything like that. And for the longest time, it seemed like the answer was no. I did a little bit of research, and there's a group up in the Northeast that uh, do a lot for the blind and visually impaired with 3d printers and 3d printing and things like that and there were some woodworkers as many of you know i'm, I'm i love woodworking and do a lot of woodworking um you know just as kind of a hobby but they were they were 3d printing all kinds of aids and materials and and guides and just all kinds of things that are useful in the workshop. And so I started looking in 3D printers saying, is there anything accessible for the blind or visually impaired? And, and for the longest time, there hasn't been anything that's kind of a, a plug and play. But I found something. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to give it a try. And it's by a company called Bamboo Lab. And they have an X1... Carbon. They have a P1S and, a, and a, um, a P1P. And I think they just came out with an A1 Mini as well. But they come fully assembled. This isn't something that you tinker around with where you got to learn how to level a bed. You got to learn how to you know, choose the excru- extrusion for the filaments and all this other stuff. They have automated all of this in, in their system. And, and so while you have to unpack certain things, you have to, you know, I, I, I ordered this X1 carbon printer, 3d printer, and, you know, I had to have some help reading the instructions. There were some QR codes that you could scan with your phone. uh, But, and there are videos out there that walk you through and sometimes finding a couple of the screws you have to remove when you're getting started was a little difficult, uh, but but ultimately, I was able to get it done. I was able to get it completely unpacked, get it connected um, and hooked up. I did have to have some sided assistance uh, getting uh, everything connected to the Wi-Fi. Uh, although I'm I'm not sure I couldn't have done it on the app itself, but it got connected to Wi-Fi and they have an app on the phone. you can you got you know, you can do, uh, a program out in the cloud on your computer, but this Bamboo Handy app, I downloaded it and messed around with it for a little bit, and they've got all kinds of printable files and everything on there, and it's accessible. I mean, it's not perfect. There are some little things that you know that you got a you know a little bit of a learning curve. A lot of the the buttons, uh, it my voiceover, it, it's like it. It reads each letter by letter, right? So if it was to say, uh, for example, print it, P R I N T. It doesn't just say print; it just it it reads each letter individually. And even when it comes to the models, you know, so when there was a model for uh, a a a vice script, for example, it would just V I. You know, it, it would read it out that way. This this glue. Uh, hold, for wood glue that you can mount to the wall and it holds your glue upside down so that the the glue is always in the nozzle ready to be squeezed out. You don't have to shake it and you know turn it upside down before you use it. I thought, man, that would be great. And you know, and so I was searching for it and it's you know it spells it out G L U E and, and of course voiceover going so fast sometimes it's uh, you know you have to go letter by letter to find uh, what you're looking for. But when you find it, I, I I've printed out a bunch of stuff on my own, completely by myself on the app. Again, it's not perfect. It's not, you know, the, it's not, you know, as good as it could be or will be, I think, in the future. And there are some things that, uh, you know, I'm going to have to figure out and learn on the printer itself. Uh, but for the most part, it has just worked. I mean, I'm 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 kind of surprised. I'm a little bit shocked. It's it's really just worked. And and so I'm loving it. I'm gonna play around with it some more and I'll I'll give some more feedback on folks, especially if you're interested in it. Cause I'm gonna mess around with the computer app. I got the Mac version uh downloaded and working on that. And I've played with it some And I figured out a few things I've brought, I've been able to bring in some files that I've downloaded, Uh, but from the computer, I haven't figured out how to get it to slice and send to the printer just yet, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. See if I can do that by myself. And maybe if I just get a little bit of sighted assistance, you know, just to help me navigate and, you know, to find out where the things are I'm looking for, and, and if I can even get to them with voiceover, and if I can, and I know, then I can figure out, you know, how to work it and how to do it on my own. That that would be amazing, you know, for there to be a, a an accessible 3D printer because as of right now, as far as I can tell, it's not out there. But this is getting close. This is getting really close, which is cool, uh, because I, again, like I said, I've printed several things for the workshop, some clamp holders, some glue um, uh, glue bottle holders and, uh, um, a clamp itself for a box for the corners, uh, I printed a clamp for that. And I, so, so yeah, it, it's, it's pretty neat. It's, it's, I am I don't understand how it all works, but that's fine with me. I don't know how, I don't have, I don't care how it works as long as it does, <laughs> as long as it does work. So, Figuring out all the filament stuff, you know, some of the, the you know, some of the things when it comes to it, just to show you how accessible the app is. I, I found this, um, this clamp that I wanted to print for some of the boxes I'm making, and I, ha- I didn't have the right filament in, and it was already set up for a certain type of filament, a PTEG or PETG, I guess, um, and I had PLA in there. And so I needed to add that, which I did. I was able to you know put the f- correct filament in and change what filament I had in there in the app, select it and and tell it to tell it to print, and it did it and so it was it was awesome. you know I, all of that was accessible in the app, um, which worked out worked out really well. still pretty limited, but it's getting there. it's really getting there and uh um. I'm kind of excited about it. I really am, uh, and and hopefully it's going to help me out quite a bit with some things that I've got going on in the wood shop uh, as well. And uh, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but but yeah, I'm definitely excited about it. In the meantime, <clears throat> I'm probably going to be doing a lot of sous vide cooking because <laughs> it's so cold. Oh man, yeah um uh, <clears throat> my next podcast I might my teeth might be chattering we'll see how that goes all right folks I appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to me babble on today's program if you want to shoot us an email info at blindgrilling.com you guys ventured into 3D printing at all you do some woodworking or something hey hunting season is uh, is up and running and uh hopefully we're gonna have some venison pretty soon that we can cook up and share some more recipes when it comes to venison, if you get a chance to do that, I had a friend get a hold of me the other day. They actually went to the farmers market, bought some rabbit, was asking me about that. So, uh, so we, we've I've got some things planned, <clears throat> but again, in this cold weather with my age, <laughs> I'm a wimp. I know it. My wife reminds me of that every day. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna be doing a lot of sous vide uh, cooking uh, here. At during this little cold spell that we've got going on and all right folks that'll do it for today's program remember to check out our website blindgrilling.com you got some questions about cooking accessibility uh, tools tips techniques something you a recipe you're looking for uh want to know how to get something done a little bit better um, and also real quick, check out AINC, Audible Information Network of Colorado. And uh, I'll be a guest on a couple of their podcasts coming up pretty soon. Remember, folks, if you're looking, you ain't cooking. If you're looking, you ain't cooking. Fire up the barbecue. Fire up the Barbecue.